0: Welcome to the Makeshift Podcast number sixteen. We have a guest, my good friend from the University of Maryland, Mike Rodriguez. Mike, how you doing today, man? Doing phenomenal, Zach. Good. That's we love to hear that. Um, I'm gonna jump in and kick off because I want. I, I did this on another podcast. I have a public service announcement that people need to hear before we jump into some conversation. Mike, is that all right? Of course. All right. So I we recently on the Makeshift Project Instagram posted um, a reel. And Brian and I have been posting filters from Instagram. They've been up there. So I've been, I have notifications on Instagram. I've been getting a lot of messages, um, a lot of comments on a video that has almost like 800,000 views now. Let's go. It's guess the brand. And Mike, I- I'll quiz you. So it was the emoji. It was, a, it was a horse. It was a car and an Italian flag. What's the brand?
1: Ferrari. It is yeah. Ferrari.
0: It is yeah. Ferrari. Yeah. Yes. But see how you had a little bit of doubt and question in it? I did the I was same thinking, thing. I was thinking
1: Mustang from the from the horse, but then you said the Italian. I was like, not so sure.
0: I, everybody's commenting on the video and they're like, oh, like, because during the guessing, I don't know, I talk in between. So it came up and I was like, oh, I was like car, horse, I was like Ferrari. I'm like, are Ferrari's Italian? And like, it sounded like I was questioning whether Ferraris were Italian. I know Ferraris are Italian. But in reality, what I was really trying to say was like, Ferraris are Italian, right? I just didn't add the right. So I just want to shout out to all the haters. We're going to post this clip onto Instagram, onto, onto YouTube. It's all going to, everybody's going to see it. I'm not an idiot. I'm partially an idiot, but I'm not a complete idiot. I just want to make that clear. Hey, it helps the views. It does help the views. Apparently my, my controversy of, of not knowing continent states, whatever it, whatever it is. We're all Twice about the all. numbies. We're all about the numbies. All right. That was my announcement. Mike, I want to jump in. Right away, we're going to kick off with the NHL playoffs. You're a big Rangers fan, right? I have been following the Rangers.
1: They're doing well, really well.
0: So I don't follow hockey at all. Can you like fill me in on like anything about the playoffs?
1: <laughs> they just beat what was it, Carolina, in seven games. They've been coming down to the wire. Uh, they've been on the verge of elimination, I think, in the last two rounds. So they just won, what was it, sun, Or a couple nights ago? And now they, they're playing, who are they playing tonight?
0: At the Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning, right? Lightning. Yep. yep. And they're back to back champs, right? The Lightning. Yep. Yep. They're going for the trio. Yep. But it's not going to happen because New York's going to take them down, especially uh, tonight. We got what? 40. Terrible at math. 38 minutes until, until game time, baby. Game one. Are the Rangers like, do they have like a star player or is it like, is hockey like a team sport where like you you just have a balance of solid people? Like, I I like Kreider
1: a lot. I think he's really
0: good. Yeah, I agree. I think earlier in the season, Kreider, like the Rangers didn't have that one guy where they didn't have a Sidney Crosby or or Alex Ovechkin or Connor McDavid or something like that, but they do have a good like core unit and Kreider was supposed to be the guy in the beginning of the season. He was a little iffy and now he's really stepped into that role where he's the leading goal scorer. He's the leading point scorer. He's really taken the reins as, as I would say the best player on the Rangers besides Igor, Igor.
1: Yeah. He he's been phenomenal beast.
0: Best goalie in the league.
1: I like that. Maybe.
0: Was he the first person to replace after Lundquist? Yeah. So they just actually overlapped. phenomenal goalie to phenomenal goalie. Is that, is that, yeah, they actually overlapped. So he got like, kind of like the, uh, Brett Favre, um, Aaron Rodgers kind of thing where they, he got taught the, taught the reins and I mean, he got to get shown the ropes by one of the best goalies of all time. They've run plays in hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Flying V. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's the signature play that everyone knows. <laughs> The only experience I have with hockey really is is playing NHL 2K. And like, I'm not, I'm just skating around. Like, you know, I just feel like it's a volume sport. You shoot more at the net, you know, more likelihood it's going to go in. I don't know. Power plays, penalties, take advantage of them. I'm really not well versed in hockey. I'm I'm sorry. Well, you should be because now you have a favorite team ever since the Seattle Kraken came into the league. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was a I was a Penguins fan, and then I was a Rangers fan, then a Devils fan, then an Islanders fan, and then a new team came on, and I can't bandwagon. So obviously the Seattle Kraken, um, who were horrible this year. You got to just them. stick with it. I'm going to, because once they're good, I'm going to take credit. I'm going to say on June 1st, 2022, I, I restated that I'm a Kraken <laughs> fan, and I'm proud of it. We're going to come back to this podcast. It's going to be unbelievable. We love it. Do the Rangers actually have a shot to win this series? Like, are the Lightning the favorite favorite team, or are they like kind of on the on the tail end of, you know, their 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 reign over the past few years? I
1: think like, they got a good shot.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have a shot. Like, they're not th- these crazy underdogs. They are the underdog. Um, sure. it, like the odds tonight were plus one it was like barely over 100 it was like minus 120 for um for the lightning and like plus 105 or whatever it was for the rangers but they definitely have a shot and and i mean it seems like the rangers are similar to the yankees in the past not past few years but the past 10 years where they get to the semifinals or they get to the cup and then they just blow it so i don't know hopefully this is the year we'll see i guess it's just nice to see your team in the playoffs that's all I could ask for. I don't know what that feels like. So, <laughs> but I'm going it, to this year because the New York Mets are, they are actually, well. they're like a top three baseball team. They, they, they are. I think it's the Dodgers, Yankees, and the Mets. Like yeah, so, I, I, gonna... I want to ask you the question. Who's the best team in New York?
1: Oh, I think you know my answer. I may be biased, but the New York Yankees are my team. Diehard Yankees fan. Yep. That's what we like to hear. Yep. I'm qu- actually following the g- games a lot this year
0: do they have enough pitching to, to make it deep into the postseason? Do you think, like, like what's their biggest flaw and maybe at the trade deadline? Like, maybe what move do you expect them to make?
1: I mean, all of their starters have been, like, pitching pretty well. Like, Mon- Montgomery wasn't getting a lot of wins, but he was still pitching very well. He finally got a win yesterday. Uh, Nestor, of course. I think their starting pitchers or pitchings are right. Um, but he, honestly, I don't really know if they have, like, a big flaw. It would, I I don't even know what I would say would be what you would kind of focus on for the trade deadline. If it would be pitching, I feel like you could always go for pitching. They, uh, whatchamacallit, you know, who's stepping up Trevino. He's my guy recently. Yeah. He he just seems like a solid guy, works hard, does what he's got to do and been performing recently.
0: That's always the best, best kind of players. That's Jeff McNeil for me. It's like, he's a grinder. He's a contact guy. He's like an old school baseball player. I love watching him. How much money would you offer Aaron judge at the end of the season? If he keeps up what he's doing right now,
1: a hundred million (laughs) dollars,
0: a year. (laughs) year? (laughs) All right. So he was offered $230 million. What was that over? That was like over the course of like, how many years was that? Does anybody know? Probably had to be like seven, eight. Yeah,
1: I think it was seven years.
0: So, what's the math there? Oh, you're uh, asking the wrong
1: person. <laughs> what was it two thirty? Yeah, two thirty divided 230. by say, six. Okay, it's
0: around thirty million dollars a year. So, let's say so. Aaron Judge was offered thirty million dollars over a year. How much more money are you giving this man if he keeps this up, realistically?
1: Realistically, I mean, I think the Yankees issue was more like the length of the contract you know they because Aaron Judge what he just turned 30 so seven years you're going to 30 you know 37 so
0: you're getting up there
1: especially like the amount baseball players you play in 162 games a year like definitely wears you down so but I honestly I I'd give him 40 mil a year do you think he'll end up staying I, I honestly think he will if they give him a good offer. I think – I will say it's almost like an equal – like the Yankees obviously would love to have Aaron Judge, but Aaron Judge's brand is built off the New York Yankees. You know what I mean? Like he's been the guy. They have that section in right fields. Um, they, yep. You know, he's kind of the guy – the Derek Jeter-esque guy who started his career and is just, you know, a leader for the team. So. I would love mm-hmm. to keep him. I, I, I think he's, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He uh, obviously hits <laughs> a lot of home runs. And he, he's a really good outfielder, too. That's underrated. He's got a phenomenal arm. He's a cannon. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was an outfielder back in the day, back in uh, high school. So I appreciate a good outfielder, you know, reading the ball off the bat good, not turning your back on the ball, which a lot of outfielders do. Um, In the MLB, I was taught never to turn around and lose sight of the ball because you're going to lose it. But I think that uh, he's doing well.
0: I would pay yeah. so much money to see Little League Mike roaming the outfield. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Probably a done? unit out there. A center young,
1: field? Evel Piscato. Yeah, it was center.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mike Trout asked. I was uh, like the big debate, and I don't know if it is a big debate or we can make it one. Is, um, like Trout gets paid. I think it was 10 years 430 million or 13 years four hundred whatever it was 430 million um it's like does Aaron Judge deserve that maybe not in terms of the total amount of a contract cuz um you know age but i think on a per year basis if he's putting up the numbers that he is he's arguably as good as Trout if not better um especially I think- I think that it's going to end up being he's going to end up staying in New York and it's just going to be a, uh, a lower amount of years. I think it's going to be like a four year contract and then he's going to be 34 years old and reevaluate it Agreed. at that point. See, so, yeah, see where he goes after that. But I think it's probably going to be around thirty five million a year for four years, which I'm fine with as a Yankees fan. I think most Yankees fans would be totally fine with another four years of judge. Yeah, they could do one of those creative contracts that Machado has. Machado's like, I think after five years, he signed a 10 year deal, I think. And after five years, it's either a player option or a team option or like an opportunity to renegotiate. I mean, he's got to be open for that because if you think he's going to keep up the production while still locking in some, you know, guaranteed money, why not? Yeah, but he is one of those generational people like I see him as a New York Yankee for his career. Um, similar to the way, you know, a lot of these players, you know, play for franchises throughout Derek Jeter. going I think of like Kobe Bryant with the Lakers, like you, you, just pair these people with the teams. I can't imagine judge on another team, but I mean, we'll see what happens in the off season. Hey,
1: I'm also, you know, who's another one of those Brett Gardner. He deserves another shot. <laughs>
0: That's, it's funny. Cause on he, our last podcast, um, was it Lucas? No, it was Venezia. Venezia was, was Venezia. saying that, that Brett Gardner just needed to go. It was like a turning over a leaf in terms of like, there was nothing wrong with him. Good player, hard work yeah. everything, but like something about him, like just being yeah, there. I think,
1: I think he needs to be like a coach, like a bench coach or something just to get everyone excited. Cause he's definitely a good, like he gets people amped.
0: He looks uh, like a coach too.
1: Yeah. He's just, he's scary. He's a, he's a big guy.
0: Yeah. Yes. Throw, throw him at third base, third base coach. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We'll send everyone, just everyone, everyone's moral sending <laughs> moral support. All right, Mike. I'll, enough with baseball. Good with baseball. You don't follow the NBA finals um, or the NBA too much, but I think that's the perfect opportunity to ask you the question: Who do you have winning the NBA finals, and in how many games?
1: I honestly couldn't even tell you. That's how little <laughs> I've, I've been watching this year.
0: To give you, like, con- it's the Warriors and it's the it's the Celtics. So you got Steph Curry on one side, and you got you got Jason Tatum on the other. This is going straight to TikTok.
1: Uh oh. I mean I don't know I'd probably say I'd have to go with my boy Steph that's a good choice yeah
0: that's the favorite
1: yeah I I mean I think they're veterans in the uh in the chip I feel like they're always in it every every couple years or or, yeah
0: yeah I mean they the the Warriors have been to the finals six out of the last eight years I'm pretty sure it was that is ridiculous and I mean, the only the only flaw to the Warriors is the path, how they got there. I think that's the one the one argument that everyone has is that they didn't really play anyone. They played the injured Nuggets. They played the injured uh, Grizzlies. John Morant was all banged up and then they played the Mavericks, which the Mavericks aren't that great of a team. They have Luca. They got Spencer Dinwiddie like they have a good they have an okay team, but it's not a Western Conference finals team, in my opinion. So we'll see where it happens. We'll see what happens. I think that's fair. I think Pat Bev was saying something uh, along the lines of that. And and I forgot who was replying to him. It was JJ Redick was saying, he's like, every finals has an asterisk. They always do. It's like every single year, it's like, okay, Kyrie was hurt. So the Warriors or like yeah. whatever this, that it's like, there's always, you know, you can make some sort of argument credit where credit credits do. Warriors have the, the experience. They're veterans at this. I think they take, take home over the Celtics, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics gave a push and gave a run at it. Um, I th- a lot of people I say think five, it's going seven. Games. Yeah. A lot of people say five and six games. I could see it going seven just based off the defense that the Celtics play. And, you know, a lot of back and forth. And I don't think a lot of the games are going to be close. I think it's going to be a lot of uh, game planning and switching and it's going to be different. But yeah, the NBA playoffs has been has been a little disappointing with all the with all the blowouts that have been happening. But we'll get we'll get a game or two in there that, that that's tight. And yeah, good. That, that the a Butler one. Yeah, good one. It'll, it'll decide the series to be honest. Exactly. With you. Exactly moving on cuz i know that nba is not uh mike's favorite topic um, or at least one that he follows uh very closely but you heard it here mike's prediction warriors win in the finals we'll come back to this when they win um and how many games mike
1: seven
0: seven we love He's it. taking the seven so so a lot of people saying five or six games mike said seven we'll come back here to this podcast when it's official we we got a we got a special guest you want to say hi yeah who is it is it who i think it is here i'll i'll let me All see right. if this – I know who it is. There it is. There he is. There it is. How you doing, Mike? Foxy's safer. <laughs> who, What's up? Who, who are you rooting for in the, in the NHL playoffs now that the Penguins are out, Mike? Oof.
2: It's a tough one. Um, As painful as it is, probably New York because I don't like Oof. Tampa. Yeah. But, and can't uh, have a Tampa 3 P. But, um, you know, I was root for Edmonton, too, but I don't know. They, they got no goaltending at all. You know, cool. I didn't
0: even know Edmonton was a place before
2: uh, the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> that's not surprising from your flag work.
0: Uh, you know what that team is? What? I'm the Seattle Kraken. The Seattle oh, Kraken okay. fan. Right, They're new. Well, I, I'm not a front runner. I'm not going to hey, jump on a it. bandwagon.
2: Right. I mean, I get it. It starts off that way. Hey, my yeah. brother's a Seahawk fan because when they came in the league, that's what we rooted for. Exactly. So and he's still a fan, so nothing wrong with that.
0: Once they're good, I'm gonna take all credit.
2: Well, that's a, yeah, exactly. That. what you hope. Is in a in a couple of years, they're in the playoffs, and you're like, I've been there since day one. So
0: I haven't watched a single game. I don't think a single minute of gameplay. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you didn't miss much because they were one of the worst teams in the league.
2: Oh, yeah. of the Kraken, you mean?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. But a the playoffs
2: time. are the best though. You can't stop watching
0: i haven't watched i'm not gonna lie
2: best playoffs in sports period any sport
0: i was gonna ask that to uh, uh, mike this is mike <laughs> I was gonna ask that yeah, earlier are the nhl the best playoffs in sports I, we- I
1: honestly think so as well i think it's just it's electric the playoffs for nhl you what makes just- it
0: so much better
1: uh, they're in t- they're so intense from from this. Yeah,
2: exactly. And each, start, each game starts; it's just in full of intensity. Right. I also think
0: yeah. that, like they're allowed to fight to an extent. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah They just let them do the
2: that. Game just like, at that alone. the you know, the, the, the face wash, the scrums, the, the pile ups. They they let them get a little bit more into that in the playoffs for sure. But um, honestly, it's like if football. It's one game and you're done. That's exciting, too. I get it. But usually, like, if your team's out or your team lost, you're like, you, you could take it or leave it. You watch it. You don't watch it. Whatever. But these hockey players, it doesn't matter who's playing. You could watch any one of those games and be, and you know, thoroughly entertained the whole time.
0: I might have to watch the Rangers game tonight. I might do it. Good. There you go. The Mets aren't on. They played today. So we're good. We're clear on the schedule. There you go. All right. Um, we were going to move on to, uh, best TV shows, Mike and okay, me and I you,
2: I want to hear the, the younger, yeah, let's hear it.
0: I love how Mike, I love how Mike's here. <laughs> um, we watch better call Saul, like current TV shows. I would say better call Saul is my favorite show right now. Agreed. Um, better call Saul is a prequel. Am I correct? Yes. Correct. Prequel, to breaking, breaking bad. bad. Yeah. We just wrapped up the season, the, the half season point. Um, it comes back July 11th for better call Saul. And uh, it was a little bit of a shocking ending.
1: I was very shocked. <laughs> Let's just say that.
0: It was very good. Very, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think the, the great thing about, and this is the point that I want to make, Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, is that throughout the process, you are always thinking what's going to happen next. You're always guessing. And then you you are torn on certain characters and they, they play with your your heart and your mind in terms of who you're rooting for and who you're not. I got. I was talking to my boss at work actually recently about Ozark. She watched the first there's four seasons, right? Uh, She watched she watched the first three seasons. Season four, she goes, Oh, it lost me. She just dropped the show. Mid mid season four. I was like, You're not even gonna finish it. It's just like you don't care for the characters, like at this point. She just dropped it. She did the same thing for Dexter.
2: the Dexter's she,
0: fantastic, dude. I watched so seven seasons of that or whatever it is. I think it's like nine seasons. She got up to season nine and was like, this is bad. I'm not watching it. I was like, how, how have you not watched the final season? That's ridiculous. Also, there's another season of Dexter, too, where it's the new Dexter, but it's yeah. only one season. I heard it's all right. But That's ridiculous. That sounds like a crazy person move. Mike, what do you think is the uh, best current show on television now? And then we'll jump into best of all time.
1: I'd also agree with Better Call Saul, but I, you know what I really like? Also, Barry, our show also. Um, Barry. It, it finally came back after a couple years as well and came back with the vengeance. I, I really, really think they're doing well this season.
0: <laughs> the first two seasons of that show are great. We watched it together.
1: Back like, what was that, three years ago, two years ago?
0: Yeah, and then the pandemic hit. I and mean, then it wasn't on for two and a half years or whatever it was, and it's finally back, so I'm happy it is. Definitely. Mike, uh, the Mattio best current yeah. show on, on TV right now,
2: Yellowstone. I'm, I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, goodness, <laughs> goodness. I know it's like a right. national park, right? <laughs>
2: well, yeah, that is, but um, hey, yeah, it's, it's a, I don't know, a drama, I guess you call it. I've never it's seen like, it, but yeah, it's I think it's a drama. It's um, you know, ranchers out in Montana.
0: What network Montana. is it on?
2: It's uh, it was on FX or I think it was FX. Yeah, I think you can get them on Paramount now. You can get the seasons and, and watch them on Paramount. I think it was FX that was on there. When it I was, was... Oh, now that is Paramount now, right? FX, it changed to Paramount. I Maybe what... I think so. Something
0: when like I was that. when I was working from your house um, last yeah. week, Bar Rescue was on and I don't have oh, Power...
2: yeah.
0: I don't have Paramount here. I love Bar Rescue. I had it on the background all day during work.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. Bar is great.
0: The one show that I have not watched yet, or I started to watch it, I watched like three or four episodes of it, but I couldn't watch it because I don't have a Hulu subscription, is Sons of Anarchy. And it was fantastic what I've watched. And I heard that it gets even better. And I really, really want to watch that. So that's my one to put on the radar. What's your underrated show, Mike?
1: Me, Mike, or other Mike? You, you Mike honestly not underrated but one that i hadn't seen till recently that i've i've been watching frequently now is entourage i uh i never watched it and every all my buddies were like you gotta you gotta watch it and i'm like all right i'll get to it finally got to it was a great was a great choice
0: (laughs) i did the opposite of my manager i only watched the last like four seasons of entourage (laughs) (laughs)
1: because
0: you know what um Matt was watching it back in college and I would hop in and then Johnny and I just watched all of entourage with him. And then we walked into the room where he was watching it without us. We're like, what the hell, man? He's like, dude, I was watching this for the first five seasons. Like I'm not waiting for you. (laughs) Like you guys just hopped in.
1: Turtle is hysterical.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Mike DiMatteo best, best underrated show right now, outside of Yellowstone, I guess.
2: I
1: don't
0: know if it's
2: underrated, but uh, what is it? It only had maybe two seasons. I think so far is, um, Ted Lasso.
0: Oh, I love that show. I don't That's know
2: so if good. it would be underrated, but it's It's still in the like second season, third season. I think is coming out. But um,
1: I love that show. Zach, did you, you watch that?
0: One. I've not. I haven't seen that one either. You would love it. Ozark and Ted Lasso. Those are those are my next two shows.
1: I feel like you would real especially like Ted Lasso. Yeah, I like I really Jason Sudeikis. That. Yeah,
0: I like sports. That makes sense. You would love it. A little comedy in there, right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Big comedy. And then what about best show of all time? Let's go, let's go Mike DiMatteo first. Oh, simple. Uh, can I guess? Go ahead.
2: Oh, is it the Sopranos? Oh, know now you made it complicated. Seinfeld <laughs> or The Wire? No, Magnum PI. Magnum PI? Greatest show of all time. I've never we've been watching it. The original. It. You never
0: watched it? No. I've what? never seen it either. I don't know what I, <laughs> it's well, probably like an NCIS kind of thing,
2: though. No, nah, it's more like light no. drama and
0: okay what makes drama. it the greatest show of all time
2: i don't know just the characters were great in it the the story was was good it, it was one of those if you really watch it and got into it it's like they all like you just you couldn't stop you had to follow them all they all had different storylines in the story too so it was it was awesome
0: that was like a no-brainer for you you're like oh well, no, but Supra- no
2: sopranos just threw me off there too because
1: that that's that's pretty high up there on the list, I think. I've never watched. That's Spike. my number two, Sopranos. What's your number one? Number one, Breaking Bad.
0: I knew yes, Mike.
2: Yes.
1: I knew you were going to say that. Just, I, Zach got me into it, and I started watching like those uh, YouTube videos on the Easter eggs that every, literally every episode has Easter eggs that then later on it comes back, and it's like, wow, this is incredible writing. Vince about uh, Vince Gilligan is a genius. Even with right. uh, Better Call Saul, too.
0: I guess I can't talk trash about your manager, Zach, that she stopped watching in, in the middle of the series because I did the same exact thing.
1: I with Breaking Bad?
0: Yeah, and like season four. Zach knows the exact episode. That's
1: right when it gets like amazing, that and beyond.
0: Season like the four, beginning
1: seasons, they're like, ah, eh. But then the last couple seasons are like, wow.
0: Season four, episode one, Box Cutter. Brian's watched it three times with me. I'm going to watch, watch, watch it, it three times. It. Yeah. Watch You should hop back in. You're going to be lost. You might be a little lost, but I know. And I jumped into better call Saul and I watched like two episodes. So I'm all over the place with that. What are that you doing? No, I don't know what I'm doing. Unbelievable. I don't know if better call Saul would be your speed. I feel like if you thought the show was like breaking bad was somehow slow for you. I feel like better call Saul, like really eased into it. And these last few seasons as a breaking bad fan, especially have been incredible. Um, I don't know how it would be for someone just picking up and watching it. No, what no, do you no, like better, Breaking it. Bad or Kanye West? Oh, boy. Or the New York Mets. <laughs>
2: or golf. <laughs>
0: or golf. You're naming everything that's so important to me. Um, God. Kanye West is just so interesting to me, like everything that he does. So I would put him first, and then I would put golf. golf? No, I'd probably. Yeah, I would.
2: Over the Mets? That's insane!
0: No, 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 no. I, I forgot the Mets were in the comment. Put the Mets, Kanye West, golf, Breaking Bad, and the Knicks. The Knicks sit below that, and so do the Dolphins. The, I'm like the least attached to the Dolphins. They could they could be average forever, and it would be okay. The Kraken is like above, <laughs> the, Kraken's above the Dolphins. Seattle Kraken is going to be at the top.
2: Uh, yeah, pretty fast. Kanye and golf. Yeah.
0: And- I don't know if that's an accurate <laughs> list of you know. Zach tears, but hey, it's it's close enough. <laughs> Putting Kanye West first is just a very ignorant th- thing for me to say, but we're, we're gonna run with it. Run away. I,
2: yeah, run away. <laughs> See what it does.
0: Yes, Mike. Wait a minute. Hey,
2: I'll give you another TV show to go back and watch. If you like like suspense and action and an interesting format is the show 24.
0: Oh, my dad loves that, with that show.
2: With Kiefer Sullivan.
0: That used to be a big show that my Uh, A few of my family, friends, parents were like obsessed with like they had like everything with it, like merch, the video game, like everything.
2: Yeah, it's really good. A really different format for a TV show. Everything like the whole season is one day. Jack Bauer. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah.
0: And um, the whenever I think of 24, I also think of a show that was on at that time, I think in uh, Prison Break, which I know, Brian, that's one of your favorite. shows. Oh, yeah. I like Prison Break a lot. Prison Break and Lost are my are in my top. Top three, top five. All in the same era, I think. Yeah. Good time for television. It's great good time for television. Now's a great time for television, too. It, it is good. and Especially since you could just binge watch like most of these seasons when they dump them. It's ah.
2: great. Oh, that makes it the best being able to just knock off like seven, eight of them in a row. All
0: right. We have six and a half minutes left here until Zoom kicks us off our uh, free Speed game. Round.
2: All right. You guys go. All I right. got a game to watch. All right.
0: Speed round. Speed round. All right, Mike. I have two things listed here. Uh, You mentioned them as potential topics that we would talk about. We have the Mandela effect or we have simulation theory. I'm kind of interested in simulation theory. Is it that we exist in in a simulation?
1: Yeah. It's basically that like, you know, the game Sims or like the matrix, it's like, you are the character you're, you're, you're in a simulation. That's so real that you don't understand and it is a simulation because reality is just what you perceive it as. Yeah. It's very deep and it's very, it's hard to really think about too much. I like it, but it's, it's what I think about a lot.
0: <laughs> Rick and Morty has an episode about that. Yes.
1: Yep. And I'm a big, that that's up there for me, actually. I really, Same. really like Rick and Morty a lot. I think they go into really abstract concepts and you're, you're not expecting it because it's a cartoon, but it's good. I
0: agree. I agree completely. I also like the the simulation theory. Uh, there's a guy called J named J J Alvarez. He was like one of the original YouTubers, and he talks about that a lot on his like his, on his like IG stories and stuff. Very interesting stuff. Are yep. we all in our own simulation, or is it one big simulation?
1: Right. Yeah, that's a good question. I, in, <laughs> no, in my opinion, I feel like I almost. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to say i for or against it. I'm neutral, but if I were to like, see it, it would almost be like each like person is like, every decision point is someone else controlling what you put in your mind to make that decision in a way. Like I almost see it as when you are trying to think of like an answer to something and it just comes to you. Like how, how does it really come to you? Like when you think of something and You know what I mean? Like how did we come up with some of the technological and scientific advancements that we did to sustain life for as long as we did in our generation, 2000 or our, you know, since we've been around 2000 something years. So I don't know. All
0: right. So if you had, if you had 30 seconds to describe the simulation theory, I want to hear your hypothesis.
1: 30 seconds to explain the simulation theory. I would almost honestly Matrix. The Matrix is like what I would, what I would. You. So most people. I mean, think about the concept. Most people, you either take the blue pill or the red pill. Like, do do you either kind of? Because at the end of the day, just because you know you're living in a simulation, what can you really do about it? There's not much. So, is it really worth it to understand that or not? And that's the the moral dilemma. So it's like, it's like, do you let just things play out and be happy the where you're at, or do you really? further your kind of questioning of everything, which will get you where, you know? And at the end of the day, I heard this great thing. It's like, why have we never um, like met or encountered any extraterrestrial life that we kind of know of? One, maybe they're too, they're smarter than us. We don't really know. But another thing is we're always on the verge of expanding to the edge of universe, but maybe we get to a point where we're like, why do we need to expand? Why can't we just Instead of expand, whatever the opposite of that is, and get into our own heads, that's what virtual reality is going to take. This is what Elon Musk thinks. Eventually, virtual reality is going to get so real that we won't be able to distinguish it from actual reality. So it's very, very I, thought-provoking. But
0: nope. I almost wish we talked about this the entire podcast.
1: I'd be happy to come on and talk about any of those <laughs> concepts again. <laughs> Let's you guys do it. Have. we will and i want i want to get a uh,
0: another perspective on here we're supposed to have tommy on here tommy's head gets into such a pretzel so easily so i could just see you talking about this stuff and us talking about it and then tommy just interjecting with very funny like you know the typical bystander questions yep yep so we'll definitely have you back (laughs) on um awesome yeah but we're at two minutes left so we'll we'll wrap up mike thank you for coming on the podcast i know you wanted to and i'm happy you did um. Any final words for the audience?
1: Thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, life's a simulation. Yeah, life's a simulation. <laughs> the simulation
0: wants us to do this again. So we right, won. right, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, man. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks, everyone. Um, and I will see you at the next podcast.